Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The Pac-12's best teams make a final run. Bow, pressure, runs right, throws. I think it's a catch. Touchdown, Oregon! Terrence Ferguson. Pressure picked up again. Launch for the end this is a College Bowl Week edition of Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by Mod PDX. The future of building is here. Eggs, breakfast, and little bath. College Bowl Week with Danny and Dusty on 1080 The Fan. We're more than halfway there, ladies and gentlemen. It's hour number three here on Danny and Dusty. That put a smile on Jeff Ruff's face, who's rocking the Missouri Bell Casino t-shirt, which, uh, Ozark? Ozark, yes, sir. I am just now catching up loosely on Ozark, who my, my I have not seen like an entire episode all the way through. Oh, really? But I, I'm going to add it to my shows. You should. It's a tremendous show. My wife is watching it right now, so I'm kind of catching bits and pieces of it. Uh-huh. Uh, they are just now like fully getting into the casino. Gotcha. So like I, I heard the Missouri Bell and the very, very great... Uh, terrible commercials yeah. <laughs> that they run for it. And I was like, oh, God, it's so good. Yeah, it's a tr- Ozark is a tremendous show. It is. I'm still uh, deep into Suits. I think I've mentioned this before. Mm-hmm. If I start a show that's over, if I don't finish it, I won't go back to it. I just right. won't. Like, I just, it's a weird, it's a weird mm-hmm. hang up that I have. Gotcha. Like, yeah. if I'm, 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 I gotta watch this. Uh-huh. I gotta watch this. <laughs> It's like I've tried like I've tried doing Breaking Bad like five different times. It's not because I don't like it. Uh-huh. Because I get FOMO everywhere else. Gotcha. It screws me up. Oh, you should go back to it. I know. I need you to watch it. I know. I've watched like a season and a half. Yeah. And I enjoy it. See, I that's do. where I'm like with I just never I never started Better Call Saul. Mm. So that's one that I gotta Yeah, you gotta get yeah. around to, right? And that's the whole thing too, is once I turn on the TV, I'm always like, Oh, there's so many things I should watch. And I can't remember any of them. Yes. What am I what should I watch? Or you're like, ah, that show each episode's like an hour. Yeah. I don't really have an hour. Right. I got like 30 minutes. I don't want to get halfway into it. And if the episode's good, I'm going to stay up late. Yeah. You know, you play that, that justification game in your head. Exactly. Like, now you spent 20 minutes doing that. Yeah. And you're like, spent an hour and a half surfing on Netflix. Try- and <laughs> then like, you like, nope, can't watch that. It's too long. Yeah. And then you, <laughs> then you get up like, well, I guess I'll watch the last 10 minutes of whatever's on TNT again. <laughs> exactly. Oh, look, Shawshank. <laughs> <laughs> And it's and it's right at the part where he's tunneling out. Yes. You're like, yes. Yeah, perfect. Awesome. All right, it is Thursday afternoon. It is 2 o'clock-ish. Well, it's 2.10. Good God. Yeah. 
do we do we do we do we do our picks right now? Yeah, let's do question? it. Right, we don't have Dusty, so we can kind of fly through. That's yeah, true. Yeah. All right, let's get to our picks. Fire up that music, Jeff Ross. Lead us off because you had a good week. I did. I went four and one last week. You're catching up to me. I went four and one. You're catching up to me. All I need is another four and one week this week, and You're I'm back at five hundred. Thirty-seven, forty, and three. Yeah. So I'm climbing back up there. I had a I had a, a rough like four week stretch there recently. Mm. Uh, which rough four week stretch. Yes. Uh, you know, what are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> I had like a one and four. I had, I think, an Ooh. O two and two. It's uh, one, two and two, something like that. But yeah, I had so. one of those in there. I had a yeah. one, two and two. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so uh, I'm going to start with tonight's uh, Thursday night football game. Uh, I'm all in on Joe Flacco and the Jets are still terrible. Um, Cleveland's defense is not terrible. Uh, the, the exact opposite. So I'm taking the Browns and Joe, Joe Flacco minus seven and a half. I saw that line. I almost took it, but I have a rule. Don't touch anything over six and a half. Mm-hmm. Points. <laughs> too bad there's music under there. <laughs> <laughs> My first game, I'm going to take the Lions. I'm going to do it, ladies and gentlemen. Plus five and a half at the Cowboys. That is a road dog. <laughs> give, me, give me them fighting knee, kneecap biters. I want them to humble the frauds that are the Cowboys and to upset Joe Fisher more than anything. All right, now here. That's what he did to me yesterday. Yeah, no. We had an MVP discussion about Lamar and Christian McCaffrey. Uh-huh. He did came he try in, to throw Dak in? No, no. He came in during the break and he goes, you know, I got a stat that shows you why Dak Prescott mm-hmm. can't be an MVP. Oh, can't be? Can't be. Wow. And then he, he came in and he pointed. It just said Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> Because everybody's against the Cowboys. Oh, barf. How can the Cowboys? Because he's the Cowboys oh, quarterback. Fisher, you're better than that. He's so persecuted. You're better than that, He's Joe not. Fisher. Don't let him convince you otherwise. Yikes. Uh, well, I'm going to make you wish that you had not picked the Lions plus five and a half because I am also taking the Lions plus no! five. No! Yes. <laughs> I had to fade Jeff Rust. <laughs> Glad to let you go first on that one. <laughs> but it is also a road dog. Also a road dog. <laughs> All right, my second pick, I'm going to take the Ravens at home, minus three against the Dolphins. If this is a game the Ravens win, they lock it up. They are number one, and they can rest for two weeks in a row. I was going to ask you if you looked at my picks, but if you had, you would not have picked this one because I, too, am on the Ravens minus three and a half. God dang it. <laughs> Look, Miami still, they, they beat Dallas, which was their first win against a 500 team since early of last year. At Hold. Yes. Not in Baltimore right. in late December. Exactly. But yes, I'm taking and it's only gonna I think I saw it's supposed to be like forty six degrees or something. That's so like not, that's yeah. like half the temperature of Miami. True. Uh but yeah, give me those <laughs> give me that and Baltimore's just playing lights out. They are. They're fit they're fantastic. They're peaking so, at the right time. Yeah, so give me Baltimore minus three and a half. All right, I'm gonna take those fighting Baker Mayfields minus two and a half against the Saints. This seems like there's something wrong here. Right? There's something wrong here. Like, yeah. only two and a half? Maybe it's just I, a division rival thing? I guess, but it's like, I, 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 I'm I, going to be the big tuna. I'm going to hit that bait. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to slam that line and call it good. There we go. Bucks minus two and a half just feels tasty. <laughs> uh, let's see here. I'm going to, now this is where you've given me crap the last few weeks for taking spreads that are, are uh, enormous spreads. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles are ten and a half point favorites over Arizona. <laughs> Yeah, it it screams get right game. Well, and it that's the thing is because Philadelphia right they had a stretch. Let's see here, uh, uh, they came off a stretch where they were they played Dallas, Kansas City, Buffalo, San Francisco, Dallas, and Seattle. 
Okay, so they lost the last three of those uh, at home versus San Francisco and then at Dallas and at Seattle. They came back. They hosted the Giants. They beat them by eight. This screams like another get-right game to me. I'm taking the Eagles minus 10.5. And by the way, before the show, I went and looked at all of my picks where I took a favorite of nine points or more. I am 6-2 and two on the season. Which is impressive because those big favorites. spreads have not hit that often this season. So Generally, like you were coming out ahead of what is not... So I have Been one good. word for you, Mr. Morang, and that is... There you go. There we go. Well, on this next one, I'm going to go... <laughs> Give me the Rams minus five and a half to the Giants. Again, I don't understand. The, Ra- the Giants suck. Mm-hmm. They suck tremendously. And I don't care about a West Coast team going across the East Coast when a team sucks as much as the Giants suck. Yeah, they're just... I mean, they're well, awful. Yeah. I mean, there's there's not a redemptive quality about that I team. almost took... I almost picked this game, too, and was going to be on the Rams side. But then I was like, I don't know. It's like, maybe they'll get, the Giants will get a little tiny bit of a Tarod Taylor bump. But they shouldn't want one. <laughs> they need to suck so they can go get a quarterback. Valid point. But, yeah, anyway, I, I, I stayed uh, off of that one. Yay. So maybe you should feel good about it because I didn't feel good there about it. There you go. It, right? Uh, for my final pick. Uh, I know Trevor Lawrence is hurt. He can't walk. He can't throw. Uh, he reportedly uh, was going to be – he didn't practice yesterday, but was going to practice a little bit today. Uh, I don't care. They're playing the Panthers, and they're hosting the Panthers. So uh, Jacksonville minus six and a half. That's weird because that's the same thing that I was picking because it's the Panthers. <laughs> and the line is six and a half, which is my winter. Trevor Lawrence is banged up. It's the Panthers. Yeah, It's going to be sloppy in Jacksonville. It's the Panthers. Yeah. The, there's been this like note that the Panthers won last week that the Panthers want to win out so they can stick it to the Bears right. so they don't get the pick. It's like the Bears still have like an 87% chance that yeah. the Panthers' number one would pick conveys to be number one. And it's honestly, like, I don't even know who the hell Jacksonville would play because I don't know if C.J. Beathard is healthy again yet or uh, they have E.J. Perry and they just got uh, Matt Barkley off of the, what, the Giants It's the Panthers. Squad? Yeah, so anyway. That's yeah. where I ultimately end up with this. It's, <laughs> it's the, the Panthers. They, everything I said about the Giants and then some. Yep. They they suck something fierce, man. <laughs> it's, oh, but I I know the 0-16 Lions went 0-16, mm-hmm. and I know we're a little bit more removed from it, but this Panthers team sucks, man. They're really bad. They are so bad. Really bad. And I just, I'm like... I look at like I'm like I'm Brian Burns just sitting there on an island. I'm like, what does it feel like to know you're the best player on that team by far? <laughs> like you look around and you're like, every one of you sucks. What are you doing here? Yep. It I don't. So yeah, that's that. That feels like a safe bet for me. All right, coming up, we will take a, a look ahead at did some you get of your the, last pick in. I did. I got my last pick. Okay. I, I said uh, Jags Panthers. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, that's right. I'm yeah. sorry. How dare you, sir? That's right. The impunity <laughs> of my picks. <laughs> Those are our picks for this week. Dusty did not get his in conveniently. Te- Jeff Ross did text message him. So I did. We'll give him tell you what, we'll give him till like kickoff tonight. If he if he texts us before kick tonight. Right. We'll we'll let it we'll we'll let him put him in. Yeah, maybe I'll I'll uh, if he texts before kickoff, I'll take a screenshot and I'll go put that on the Twitter so there's proof. It's probably a bottle deep in a hot tub right now. Yeah, well, I would be too. Oh. Yeah. Teach their own. Right. All right, coming up next, we will dive into uh some bowl games. We have Arizona, Oklahoma. And where would the Alabama Crimson Tide be if Jalen Milrow 
wasn't a quarterback. Danny and Dusty, today the fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is College Bowl with Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by Mod PDX. The future of building is here. On 1080 The Fan. It is bowl week here, and I promised we would get to some. I swear. Promised. When I make a promise, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to deliver. What do you want to go, Jeff? You want to talk some Arizona, Oklahoma, or you want to talk about a, a weird little story? Well, I always like weird little stories. You like weird little stories? Here's a weird, weird little story. You know that Alabama quarterback? Jalen Milrow? Mr. Milrow? Yes. Did you know? I mean, not personally, but I'm aware of his existence. Former uh, offensive coordinator Bill O'Brien basically told him, you're not a quarterback. I did see the headline on this this morning. This is wild, You should pick a different position. So he's 6'2", 220 pounds. Mm -hmm. Bill O'Brien told Milrow at the beginning of his career that his collegiate future may not be at quarterback. He said, how would you feel if I told you that you suck? <laughs> like, that's literally... Wow. He said, the biggest thing that's for me... a hell me, of a bedside manner there. Uh-huh. The biggest thing for me is to stay true to myself. This is from Milrow now. Stay true to myself and stay the same. Nothing changed about me. The only thing that changed was that I had the opportunity and I seized it. For me, it was to stay true to myself and add a bigger purpose to anyone's opinion. He told me a bunch of positions that I could have switched to, but I look where I'm at right now. Who gets the laugh, last laugh? To be fair, Bill O'Brien had a point to start the season. Milrow was cheeks. I watched that Alabama team and I went, Ugh. <laughs> And Dusty... Look, I am not a jump-to-conclusions guy. Mm-hmm. I am more so with quarterback play. Right. Dusty is significantly... Dusty needs to exhaust every option before. He is the GM that will not let go of a quarterback. Yes. I am the GM that will cut your ass the second you string four together, <laughs> four games together where you're just dog do. Next! you got to show me something. Yeah. It's a make or, this is a make-or-break sport and a make-or-break league. Right? The yeah. SEC is the same way. It's almost, you know... A degree of separation for the NFL when it comes to make or break, particularly at the University of Alabama. Mm-hmm. But they did stand behind him. And it's very interesting because do you know who the offensive coordinator is for Alabama? If I say the Tommy, name Tommy Reese, does that ring a bell? Uh, he came from Notre, Notre Dame. Dame, yes. Yeah. 
weird all these like high-level college quarterbacks that turn into pretty good coordinators. Right? Yeah, right, yeah. Not too bad. The, Not too the bad. Klingsbury's, the uh, uh, Heupel's, the yeah. Tommy Reese's. Mm-hmm. It's almost like they might know a thing or two. <laughs> almost. Yeah. Well, it's not like Bill O'Brien isn't well-traveled, too. Again. Well-traveled. Look, I mean. Good coach. The guy, yeah, he's had some success. He's also had some stops where it's like, whoa, Nelly. Hey, man. uh, Patriots offensive coordinators, they're hit or miss. Yeah. (laughs) McDaniels, Weiss, O'Brien. Yeah, and there is a giant chasm in between there. Tell you right now, uh, the Bill Belichick coaching tree, bury it. Oh, yeah. Poison it. What, what's what's the what's the tree? Uh, uh, tumor's, t- corner. tumor's corner. Yeah. The one that got poisoned a couple yep. years ago. They yep. need to do that to the Belichick coaching tree. Uh, yeah, pretty much. It's it's bad. It's not it's not good. Like everybody that comes out of a tree is just tainted. Yeah. Maybe maybe that's the problem. Maybe that tree is poisoned. But I say all of this to say that uh, Milrow has turned into a pretty damn good college quarterback. Obviously, fourth and thirty-one stands out pretty significantly. Yep. The guy has a cannon for an arm. Excuse me. He had a throw, I believe it was the Auburn game, early in the game, mm-hmm. where I audibly gasped, not because of how good it was, but because of how poor it was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was like, holy crap, Where was? what was he doing? And there's that element still exists with him. But also, this Alabama team is not the Alabama teams of old when you had the, um, oh, God, who's the guy they have on CBS now? The old Alabama quarterback, uh, McElroy, mm-hmm. where it was, you know, Derrick Henry's eight yards in a cloud of dust. Not four yards. It was eight yards in a cloud of dust. Yeah. A little bit different. Yeah. Because, well, yeah, he just knocked guys over, and then, you then, know, then once they got his feet, fall forward. Fall forward for four, four yards. more yards. Yeah. yeah. Uh, very effective. Yes. But. It wasn't explosive. Alabama has turned into a more explosive offense. That's what's interesting to see, kind of what comes out of this, and also in a little bit of an insight into a a top flight recruit athlete quarterback mm-hmm. was basically told point blank, "You aren't good enough." Yeah, and he found a way to be good enough, right. and Alabama did show patience and understanding with him, to Dusty's credit, mm-hmm. because I was not. <laughs> in on him at all. And I still am very skeptical. I don't think he's an NFL quarterback. Mm-hmm. In the same way that I was out on Kyle McCord, and now he's now at Syracuse, leaving yeah. Ohio State. Right. I just find it, it's, it's, it's these little stories are fun. Uh, Milrow, uh, or excuse me, Jim Harbaugh had this to say about Milrow. He's playing an elite level. You can see the improvement throughout the season. Just really seems like he hit an inflection point there right before the halfway mark. Got also a special set of athletic skills, but as far as like timing, decision making, actually, he's playing really well within the system. They, they've designed some great stuff for him, and I think that's the bigger point: mm-hmm. is that the old guard still says, "This is my system. You need to fit this system." Right. Whereas so many of the younger coordinators now are going, "Okay, there's a system, but we need to find ways for you to be successful yes. within this." I need system. to find what you do well and and plan around that. Which that doesn't seem like rocket surgery. But. It doesn't, but it's also when stylistically you've recruited wide receivers that play a certain way, an right. offensive line that plays a certain way, mm-hmm. running backs that play a certain way. You can't deviate 
so far away that you're like, uh. yeah. You know, if you're a zone blocking scheme, you all of a sudden don't go to a power run scheme. You right. know what I mean? Like, th- there's just like there's certain things that you can't change. Yeah. And so you do need to live within those brackets, but it doesn't mean you need to live in the middle of them. Right. You can get to the edges of those brackets, mm-hmm. of the allowed tolerances. Yes. And I think you're seeing the most successful coordinators now are finding that. And it's also translating to the NFL. Yeah. Where you in the NFL is either make or break league, you're finding more and more coaches and coordinators who are going, okay, um, in Miami, McDaniels is being the the perfect example of this. Mm-hmm. Oh, Tua does this well? Let's work with this. Oh, we have Waddle and Tyreek Hill now? Let's do this. Right. Yeah, it's almost like finding your player's strengths and playing to those can help that player succeed and your team. And yeah, so a lot of time it's with, it's just, not every player works in every situation. You just got to find the situation and help your situation mold with that player. I just find it very funny that a coach basically told him you suck. Yeah, that's, I mean. It happens. Yeah. It happens. I mean, well, and yeah. look, when, I mean, when, and when Bo Nix left Auburn, did we think he was going to turn in what he turned into Hell the last no. two years in, here in Oregon? Hell no. So a lot of it, it's about your situation yeah. and where you're at and how they figure out how to use you. It's, it's, it's an interesting inflection point and something always to uh, kind of keep in mind when you do see a quarterback struggling. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Or you, or you see a, a young player struggling anywhere, i.e., I don't know, Scoot Henderson. Right. Sometimes it takes time. Sometimes it takes just getting reps and getting familiar and coaches understanding things better. It's okay to take some time, but I still maintain that if you don't show something in a certain amount of time, it's time to go. Right. Yeah. No, absolutely. Speaking of time to go, time to get to a break now with uh, our big kahuna, Jeff Russell, Sports Center Update. That's that Hawaiian burger joint. Visiting is pretty. Visiting is good. Seems that all they ever wanted was a this is College Bowl Week with Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by Mod PDX. The future of building is here. On 1080 The Fan. Quick little housekeeping note. The Portland Trailblazers are taking on the San Antonio Spurs tonight. Shaden Sharp and DeAndre Ayton are out for tonight's game. Chris Murray has also been added to the out list. And Anthony Simons is questionable. If I were a betting man, I would imagine that Scoot Henderson gets a metric crap ton of minutes tonight <laughs> because there's been a little bit of a bug going around within the Blazers. And when it hits the locker room, it pretty much hits everyone. Gotcha. That's, Scoot's 19, I mean, which means he's kind way. of impervious to this. Right. <laughs> you know, he's, yeah. he's still got the immune system that works, unlike the rest of us. Um, but... Uh, coincidentally enough, uh, the point spread has dropped at least a point since those announcements have been made. Okay. Yeah. That would, that would do it. Wouldn't it? Taking the best player off the court. Mm. Interesting. Perhaps, perhaps the best player off the court, just, just the best player that every coach and person, perhaps taking the best, what's not the, perhaps wasn't for the best player. Well, perhaps the number 14 Arizona Wildcats are better than the number 12 Oklahoma Sooners, Jeff Rust. They play tonight in Arizona. Two and a half point favorites in the Valero Alamo Bowl. Bum, 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 bum. I like like Arizona here. I did too. Yeah, because they're not supposed to be there. No. Well, Oklahoma's not supposed to be their reason, but for different directions. They are, but also an interesting note here is 
Well, one of them comes in with their quarterback, Noah Fafita yes. for Arizona, who was very good for Arizona this year. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be one of the stories going into the Big 12 next year for Arizona. Yes. There's no doubt about that. Mm-hmm. McMillan and Fafita are going to be a story next year in the Big 12. But they get to make their mark here at 9-3 and three with a chance to give Arizona a 10-win season. Mm-hmm. Imagine I told you a 10-win season before this year. I would have laughed at you. Last two years, we've had Horvat on, Ryan Horvat of BetQL, our BetMGM insider. Uh, and I've told him both years that I am taking the over on Arizona. And he kind of smiles and laughs. He goes, I don't know. Jeff, they've both done me well. Yeah. I'm yeah. buying what Jetfish is selling. <laughs> yeah. It's it's a it looks it's a nice turnaround down there. Absolutely. And it'll be interesting to see with, you know, Texas and Oklahoma leaving for the SEC, how much we know that Utah will well in all likelihood be at the top. They, they the will dominate golf. that conference. Yes. They will they will be the big swinging hoo ha in that in that conference. But how close to the top can Arizona get? Yeah. It, it is an interesting question, and this is kind of this is them able to put their first stamp on it because if Arizona goes in there and beats Oklahoma, who's been the of the conference for the last decade, that kind of puts a stamp on them. Mm-hmm. So this isn't just a normal bowl game. This is a the Big Twelve wants to see it happen because this gives love to their incoming team in Arizona, mm-hmm. but it also kicks the other team in the in the back end. On the way out. Yeah. Remember the Big 12 commissioner, York's talking a whole heap of ass about the the departing Texas and Oklahoma teams. Mm -hmm. So let's see here. Who on this list makes you shake in your boots in terms of the top or, you know, teams in the Big 12? So you got your Arizona and Arizona State, Baylor. They, they they are quite literally a sleeping giant. When yeah. they come back around, it's like, oh, crap. Uh, BYU. Yeah, they're good. Central Florida. Yeah, they're good. Cincinnati. Yeah, they're good. Colorado. How long is Prime going to be there? Right. They can, they can be fun. Uh, Houston. They can be good. Iowa State. Every couple of years, they get a quarterback, and they can be fun. Kansas is on the up. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Kansas State. Which is always kind of a tough Snyder, out, Snyder but they're never always, really like right up there. Yeah, uh, Oklahoma State, Gundy Ball, they can be fun. TCU, they, every five years they're really good. Texas Tech, every five years they're really good. Utah, they're good every year. And uh, West Virginia, every couple years they get some fun. Mountain Mama, God, that is a fun conference. Yeah, but there's nobody in there's there. Nobody, really. but nobody's bad. Well, nobody's, but there's nobody outside of. Utah is really the only team yeah, that yeah. you could come close to saying they're really good. TCU, but, but yeah, they kind of they they, they kind of came they screaming back, back to earth they, like a meteor yeah. this year, you know. But they when they rise, they rise. Yeah, but I mean, so I mean, Arizona's got a chance, man. No, they really do. Yeah, and not only that, they they have a legitimate chance. Oklahoma's starting their their freshman that they're getting they're making room for. Mm-hmm. Dylan Gabriel's coming to Oregon because of Jackson Arnold. J- Jackson Arnold, man, like. That's a, that's not a quarterback name. That's a, that's a colonel, <laughs> Lieutenant Colonel yeah. Jackson Arnold, Rear Admiral, right? <laughs> well, it's you know the Hawaiian quarterback connection, Hawaiian connection. That's they've they've gone to that state a few times. 
Oh, I mean, with Dylan Gabriel? Well, uh, Marcus Mariota. Oh, yeah, yeah. But Oregon, yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. Yeah. I would say Jackson Arnold is not. Jackson Arnold, yeah. <clears throat> he, he is he's from Denton, Texas. Yes. And him and him and Dusty share the same mustache. Ooh. Thin. <laughs> I love it looks like a conquistador. <laughs> I love media day pictures. <laughs> media day pictures are great for yeah. freshmen. Because you get these guys that come out of high school who think they have facial hair, and they don't. I had a buddy in in, uh, in elementary or elementary middle high school um, who, in seventh grade, had your beard. Man, yeah. But That's... he also had your hairline. In Ooh. seventh grade, Yeesh. my guy, my guy was balding in seventh grade. <laughs> but when I say, when I say full beard, I mean full beard. Yeah. In seventh grade. Yeah. It was like, it was the envy of every dude. <laughs> like, he has a fuller beard than most grown adults at 13. That's crazy. It was wild. Yeah. But then you see these little wisps, and they always have like the 12 goatee hairs. Mm-hmm. You can like single them out individually. And it's right. Like, Buddy, just keep shaving it for a bit. It'll yeah. get there. Yeah, it'll get there. It'll get there. It's just, not there yet. Just keep shaving. Yeah. It, you, you'll know when it's okay. Yeah. Like my my deployment mustache was was better than this, and it was heinous. <laughs> that that ca- lip caterpillar was so bad. I just, but I tell you what, all reports are the kid could sling it. Yeah. So this is a new era for for Oklahoma as they get ready to leave for the SEC. But this is also a new era for the Big Twelve and Arizona as they bring in their new stud quarterback, the mm-hmm. undersized Noah Fafita, and they bring in their six foot five monster in McMillan. It is going to be a really interesting game. We obviously saw Oklahoma all year. Uh, they they have the the upset in the Red River rivalry, but then they go, and yeah. they find a way to fall on their face, which is why they are where they are right now. Yep. But I think outside of the New Year's Six, and I infinitely more want to watch this than Oregon Liberty. Oh, that's not yeah. even that's not a shot at Oregon. It's right. a shot at Liberty. Yeah. Like Arizona, Oklahoma, on paper. This thing is shaping up to be a good game. Mm-hmm. Like every everything about this game, like oh, yeah, I, I'm in. It's a very intriguing game. Like I, I, I'll be at the Blazers game, but we have our um, we have our monitors for stats next to us. Mm-hmm. What people don't know is we can change the channel on those monitors, and we can get the college football games, or whatever else is on. There you go. And I will 100 percent have this game on. Yeah. Uh, as we, uh, we as we get into the evening, because as things are shaping up with the Blazers, it sounds like a lot of guys are out, and I think the. Uh, the wimbiness of it all will start to wear off rather quickly. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Right. We're still at three and a half here. You're at three and a half? Yeah. Arizona? Oh, no, no, no. I was looking at the Blazers. Oh, okay. That's what I thought you were talking about. Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm saying, the, the, which is surprising. It also shows you just how much San Antonio sucks. Yeah. They suck. Yeah. Well, because there's a, it, it, we've talked about this before. It's deliberate, though. It, because they're they're trying to teach Sohan how to play point guard. That's a part and, of it. And they're putting a lot of eggs in that basket. And they don't have a ton of shooting. Mm-hmm. And they don't have a ton of playmaking. And they don't have a ton of creation. Yeah, so add all those together and... Think about how rough the Blazers season has been. They've won, Okay, there right now, there are five teams in single-digit wins and losses. Mm-hmm. You know what? That's what we end the show with. We'll come back. We'll talk about what the difference is between the Blazers and the Spurs and how it can always be worse. Danny and Dusty, today the fan. This speech is my recital.
I think it's very vital to rock around. That's right. On top. It's tricky. It's the place. Here we go. It's tricky to rock around, to rock around. That's right. On time It's tricky. This is College Bowl Week with Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by Mod PDX. The future of building is here. On 1080 The Fan. Just your mind, if you missed any part of today's show, you can find us wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by Service Patriots. Service Patriots is your home comfort solution for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash the fan. Both Trailblazers do take on the San Antonio Spurs tonight, and the Spurs suck. I mean, they suck something fierce. We mm-hmm. talked yesterday about the Detroit Pistons and their 27-game losing streak and how just unbearably awful yeah. that is like... That is fundamentally breaking people at their core. It's well, I'll tell you what, Wingstop is getting a hell of a promotion out of it, though. And not spending, and not spending a any dime. money. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, that's it just you feel bad for Pistons fans. I feel bad for Pistons players. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see the look on Kate Cunningham's face? Yeah, that's got to set going out just and getting your ass beat every night. I mean, that man, like, he looked broken. Yeah. And you start wondering, like, what that does to a psyche. Yeah, at what point does that start affecting you? Oh, like, as a. I don't even think it's a. a your what point? It's how much. Yeah. Like, it's affecting the guy. Like, you could see it on his face. Mm-hmm. Like, we've seen stuff like this before with the process Sixers, but they had. Like, I, I've asked Jeremy Grant. Jeremy Grant was on the process Sixers. Yeah. And he is like, yeah, it was hard, man. But we knew. Right. We, we knew what the deal was. Like, if you started playing too well, you were getting You're pulled get out. Sat, yeah. Man, your back must be pretty sore. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but you knew. Right. This isn't the, like, they hope to be better. And, like, they started season two and one. Like, I even said, hey, man, the Pistons are kind of fun. Yeah. <laughs> and 27 losses later. They are, they are two and 28. Yeah. Okay. The Spurs are four and 25. Mm hmm. Think about how much the Blazers have struggled, and they've won twice as many games. Yeah, they got what eight wins? Yeah, eight yeah. and twenty-one to four and twenty-five. Man, yeah, those one or two vibes vibes wins more a month. Mm-hmm. They matter, right? They matter, and this is also why I keep saying it's like, oh, the Blazers are going to tank this year. I'm like, they don't need to. Yeah, you're not catching the Spurs or the Pistons, right? You're just not. Yeah. So you got to hope your ping pong balls go the right way. As it stands right now, the Blazers have the fifth worst record in the league. Pistons obviously number one, the Spurs number two, the Wizards number three, the Hornets at seven twenty one, and then the Blazers at eight and twenty one. Gotcha. If you go to the uh, wonderful site, Cleaning the Glass, provided by Ben Folk, uh, the stats they have there project uh, based on net rating where a team is likely to fall in total wins and losses. Expected wins on the season as of right now for the Detroit Pistons, 13.5. Under 14. San Antonio Spurs, 15.1. Washington Wizards, 17.5. Charlotte Hornets, 20.0. And your Portland Trailblazers, 26.1. One. Well, and even as historically bad as the Pistons are right now, that's not even projecting out to a record losing season. Because wasn't the record what? The, the rec, uh, nine. The, I think it was nine. Yeah. Nine and 73. Nine. Yeah. That was a Sixers team. Yeah. Yeah. Who do you see seven more wins? You see the Pistons basically quadrupling their win total the rest of the way? <laughs> 
I think they will. They are going to make some trades. What's interesting here is this is done by net rating, a point differential. Detroit is a minus 13.2, San Antonio minus 12.1, Washington minus 11. Those are your double-digit negative point differentials. Mm -hmm. Charlotte at 9.4, Utah at 6.4. And here's the interesting thing. Utah is 13 and 18. They have five more wins than Portland, including two wins against Portland. Yeah. Missing a ton of people. Right. They somehow, some way, they just like have won a bad matchup. They're also a team that beat the Pistons on the road the other night, wildly shorthanded. So they find a way to just kind of, and I think you can give Will Hardy a ton of credit there, but also uh-huh. that team's probably being underrated a little bit uh-huh. of what they are. But as bad as the, Bla- or the, the, the Blazers have been, the Spurs have been so much worse. Yeah. But also, I do want to highlight the projection here for the Blazers at 26.1, Jeff. That's still hitting the under. <laughs> still under 28 and a half. Wow. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. You're actually not even on pace. You're behind pace yeah. as things currently set right now. But if they get a win tonight, they might be right back on track. They do take on the San Antonio Spurs here in a matter of hours against Victor Wembanyama. They will be without Shaden Sharp. They will be without DeAndre Ayton and Chris Murray. And they will probably be without Anthony Simons, who is uh, under the weather as well. Uh, we'll see how that shakes out ahead of tonight. Scoot versus Wemby, version 1.0 in the, in the NBA. They'll play again tomorrow. USC and Oregon on tonight uh, the mighty Ducks of Oregon taking on Bronny James Isaiah Collier and the USC Trojans and as well as the Valero Bowl Arizona and Oklahoma we'll be back tomorrow and we'll preview all of the New Year's Bowl games and more for Jeff Russ for Dusty Hera Danny Morang everybody have a wonderful safe night catch you soon talk soon mm, bye Yikes! Now, with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade used with permission.